Hi, I'm Nathan Doggett, playing the half-orc Barbarian Reek, and you're listening to the Roleplay Replay Podcast. Previously on Roleplay Replay. Lumpy and Laosin. When last we left our heroes, their traps sprung, our heroes race against the clock to save the prisoners from Greenest and free Laosin the Harper. Falmar, Oz, and Mir escort the prisoners along their escape route, and a rare vocal interaction from Oz receives a rather testy response. The animosity from the freed prisoners ends quickly when Mir puts them in their place. The prisoners guided to safety. The trio doubles back with their sights set on Laosin. Badger Oz turns out to be the MVP of the rescue effort, and his tunneling skills enable a near seamless rescue of Laosin. Meanwhile, Reek enters the mysterious cave and finds the Lumpy One. After speaking in several tongues all at once, the Lumpy One reveals herself to be a massive five-headed kobold named Boz. With a little deception, Reek approaches the five-headed monster and strikes out with a vicious blow. Boz shrieks in pain. Finn and Guy charge in to join the fight. Reek takes hit after bloody hit, and things are looking grim. With one swing of Shatterspike, Guy cuts down Boz, who literally explodes, spewing poisonous bits of kobold everywhere, and badly damaging the half-orcs. The battle continues. Mir enters the cave and joins with Finn's brawl against a trio of kobolds. The last enemies fall, but Reek sits on the verge of death, with Guy not far behind. Returning to exploration, they free two small dwarven children from their cages. With a little aggressive inspiration from Guy, they quickly make their way out of the cave. Oz and Falmar have perfect timing dropping down a rope for the group to climb up, and the full band of heroes is finally reunited. The camp begins to stir as Laosin's absence is discovered, and our heroes haul ass on their journey back to Greenest, with freed prisoners in tow. Will the group safely make it back to Greenest? What information did Laosin gather during his time as a prisoner? Will the curse of DM dice rolls finally end? And just how relentless is a half-orc's endurance? Find out on episode 9 of Tyranny of Dragons. Let's go ahead and drop you guys back where we left off now. In the final moments of that last session, the last thing that that happened, the last action that anyone really took, uh, was Oz casting 
pass without trace. So, Guy, as you look out across these steps here in the in the southern portions of the green fields, close to the cloud peaks, close to this natural barrier of mountain and forest that separates green fields from a region of the world called Am, you notice the pass where the ambush was set as you guys were headed southeast. Coming from Greenest and looking through that pass, it, it appeared as two sort of um, smaller plateaus that came close together. But you recall, there was a, a river or stream, a waterfall, and then a, a smaller stream that continued to sort of make its way. And it, and it flowed actually sort of in a roundabout way to the east. And as you look from this side, what you're able to see is there's actually kind of a, a gradual sort of bluff foothill transition that that fades across. And then what you saw as like a, a gully or whatever is literally where it looks like some of that foothill has like broken away. And as you look to the west, it's clear that you could sort of steadily climb... Uh, and as you survey the land, I, I don't remember what your uh, perception check or your survival check was from the last game. The and, last uh, he rolled was a natural 20. Okay, that's right. So you, you feel pretty confident that as you, as you look sort of northward at that area where that ambush was laid, if you work in like a northwestern direction, you will hit that river eventually. Okay, and I feel very confident that this way forward is safe of, because I, at all costs, you know, we sent these people out to the site where the rear guard was posted, and I want to avoid that specific spot. So I'm confident that if I go this way, I'm going to avoid interacting with that specific spot, where I know, at the very least, they sent, yeah. what did they send, like 20 to 30 Yeah, at the very least. You're not really sure what got sent and what didn't get sent, but... You do know that you guys have now been standing outside the horseshoe for the better part of three minutes. Okay. And yeah. you do remember seeing a lot of activity inside the horseshoe. Yeah, I'm going to take the lead in front of the group and immediately tell them, let's go. This is the way we're going. Is it, I think this will be safe. Is okay. there anybody that can't, like, run? Like, is there anybody that we should be worried about, DM? Um, because you've expended some resources and, and pumped some health back into Laison, I'm going to say that Laison even is healthy enough to, to run. So if you guys wanted to run, the thing about running though, you don't get to make stealth rolls. Well, you make your stealth rolls at disadvantage. I, I, so, so the slow, the slowest ones are going to be the, uh, the dwarves. Yeah, oh, we were carrying, carrying yeah. them, though. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. I think it's worth us uh, actually... Well, I, I was going to say, I think it's worth us using stealth rolls, but that pass without trace, how long do we have left on that? You have One an hour. hour. An hour still? Yes. Just cast he, it. He just yeah. cast it again. Which, at a normal walking pace, we agreed, was about three miles per hour. If we're going to be a slow jog, so that we don't have to worry like a, a faster walk you'll pace, go, you'll go about thirty yeah. percent faster. Yeah, so, so about four miles an hour. Four miles yeah. an hour. 
So that should be, considering that the rear guard was only a mile away from the main encampment, we will clear that and be out of any possible sight range before passed out a trace ends. No problem. As long as we're moving, we got to get moving. All right. Yeah. We All should right. go. So I need, I need stealth rolls from everybody. I'm going to make rolls for the prisoners that are moving with you. And these are at disadvantage because we're running. Okay. Those were good. Ah, but I'm at disadvantage. Eight. Um, uh, so 18 because you're adding 10. 15 right. for Oz. 17 okay. total. Okay. 17, 15. for Finn. That is with the plus 10. 13. 24 for Reek. Balmar? Uh, 34 total. I rolled a 19 and then an 18. So. Oh, sorry. I guess it's a wow. 25 for Oz. I forgot the thing. Wow. I rolled oh, a 3. Okay, so... Uh, the lowest roll, I think, was a 13. So we're in good shape, at least for now. So, Guy, I need you to make a survival check. You got it. As you lead this group. Can, can I help him? Um, since I have proficiency with, like, maps? Yeah, uh, I, I'll allow it. Yeah, you can make it um, with advantage. That's good. Glad you asked when you did. Glad you asked, because it's a natural 20 now. Yes! Guy rolls a natural 20. All right, so you guys watch as Guy uh, sets out. Those of you who spent, like, a long rest real, realize rather quickly you're actually going to go, like, right past your, your bivouac where you were. Uh, and as you guys make your way along, Guy, you start to notice the steady incline as you start to make your way up. And as you look out uh, and you gain a little bit of altitude and look out across the, uh, the green fields... It doesn't take very long at all for you to very soon uh, find that river. And no sooner do you guys arrive on the shores of, of this river uh, than the sky finally just opens up. Oh boy. And the storm that seemed to be sort of like brewing and waiting all night long has finally arrived. And there's just a torrential downpour. Uh, so, Guy, with that natural 20, as you look around and, and sort of survey where you stand and you see this this river flowing, uh, immediately the, the, the banks sort of start to, to swell a little, uh, almost like maybe this storm has been has been feeding this river all night and it's just now getting to you guys uh and you 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 recognize because of the way that it flows uh the waterfall is probably half mile or so downstream uh you're you're in a good place in terms of not seeing that ravine though if you followed this river it would basically take you to that spot where you guys were ambushed what would you like to do to clarify the waterfall is the ambush spot or not the waterfall was at the ambush spot. Okay. You guys, you guys have approached this river, and where you've met it now, it's not really fordable. Ah, uh, okay. It's not really fordable right now, um, and as I said, it's kind of starting to swell. You're not at like rapids or anything like that. 
it's just too too deep and too wide or something. Yes, exactly. Please follow along beside it. You could do that, yeah, if you want to. I just want to make sure, uh, Falmar, do we still have you? Because you're not on screen. I'm still here. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I just want to make sure. What do you guys want to do? Well, I don't think we have a choice but to keep moving in the direction that we want to go. Um, to be clear, was this river before? Could we have crossed it? Is it just now that it's not capable of being crossed now? So, so you've you've started to work your way in a northwestern direction in in the basic direction that you know greenest to be. Yes. When you hit this river, at least where you see it right now, you're forced to either work to the east, which is the direction of the waterfall and ultimately the gulch where you guys were ambushed. Right. Or you can work your way along the river to the west and try to find a place to ford the river. Um, make another quick survival check for me. Sure. And this time not not with advantage. Uh, 19 total. Okay. Um, so you do recall that there was a stream that flowed to the south of, uh, of Greenest. You get a sense that this stream seems like it might be flowing from like too far west and not a northernly enough kind of kind of direction you get a sense that this is it's unlikely that this is that same stream but you can't really be sure you, believe it or not you needed an, an even higher role than that to determine sure sure to determine that um okay well so, i i'm gonna tell the group I think the main course of action right now is avoiding any future interaction with the group that we know that they sent out. And I don't think we should go in the direction of the waterfall. I think we should follow the, the river until we find a spot to cross and avoid interaction. Okay, everybody make perception checks for me. 25 for Oz. Oz, 25. 22 for Finn. 20 Thank for Mir. Thank you. Guy rolled a six. Reek. 11 for Reek. And Falmar? 11 for Falmar. So, Oz, you do notice when you cast this spell, it's supposed to keep any tracks from being left behind. And it is leave, keeping any tracks from being left behind, but this rain is falling really hard, and there's only so much that the spell can do to mitigate that, that like, water is pooling wherever you guys kind of stop you know um so let's keep that in mind and tell me what you guys want to do the uh, villagers are just sort of standing the uh the freckled uh human woman with the undercut she's standing with that short sword that falmar gave her uh she and the half elf are standing near each other the older guy with the tattoos on his arms just kind of rubbing his arms he seems like he might be a little chilled in the rain they all look like they're just waiting on what you guys tell them to do. What? I think we should follow the river and try and find a place to cross. What does everybody else think? That sounds wise. I agree. And if we stop, we're going to get cold. If you keep moving, it'll generate body heat, keep you warmer. We should not, should not stop. I'm going right. to move near the villagers with the produced flame and kind of just keep it nearby. I'm gonna grab my um, daylight anyways. I'm gonna grab that, uh, that that hammock and hold it over a few of them as we walk. Okay. 
so the the light of dawn that you would expect to perceive is somewhat muted by the storm clouds it's one of those kinds of overcast mornings where even even as time passes and it gets later into the morning um it's not really getting brighter like you would expect it to i mean make no mistake it's not dark anymore but it's not getting brighter like you would expect it to so so go ahead oz I was just going to say, is, is my flame really obvious? Is it giving away my position? Like, how obvious would it be? Um, I think it would be... It would be seeable by someone, but you're up pretty high, and it is raining, so it's, it's a very confined flame. Uh, it doesn't give off smoke because it's a magical flame. So it, it's pretty safe. Okay. You feel pretty safe. And the villagers do appreciate it. Um, but so it took you guys maybe about 15 minutes to hit the river. And I'm assuming, even though it hasn't been said outright, that you guys are following it westward, away from the ambush spot. Yes. Is that a safe assumption? Yes. Okay. So as you guys continue to work your way that way, um, not really seeing like a super available opportunity to to ford this river and cross it as it has swollen with all this rain um finn as you guys travel and especially since you were sort of helping guy with some of his orienteering you suddenly remember a map that you drew yesterday so that you could find your way back to some personal belongings that you guys stashed at the first um, interaction you had with stragglers. Um, so you recall having made that map. Yes. And because of that, you're able to sort of recognize that the sooner you guys can get going northward, the better. Uh, it's going to become more and more difficult to find your way back to that spot. All right. As you guys continue to look west along this river, you do see ahead uh, toward... So so you guys are, are way down here at the southernmost edge of this map, okay? If you, if you look with me at what I'm showing you in Roll20, you're way down here. And obviously this is a, a super artistic rendering... Um, but you're almost you're almost moving parallel to that mountain range along the bottom edge of the map there and you see that this river ultimately starts to sort of flow into what looks like a ravine and if you continue to follow it you will you will go into that ravine um, but you again you don't really see an opportunity to ford it before that ravine. So if we're going to have to cross this, I, I, I do have a few ideas how we can do that. Oz, if, if we're willing to talk about it. Oz, yes, can you turn into an animal again? Uh, I've done that as, as many times as I can do. Okay. I, was just I would need to rest for a little while. We're about Jordan, half an hour. We're about half an hour into Pass Without Trace right now. So, how, um, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I want to take my scarf off and pull Mercy out, and I'll put my scarf back on. Okay. Um, I'll put her on my shoulder, 
And I'm going to turn to Oz. Do you think if we gave Mercy part of a rope, she could take it over there? She doesn't have a way to, oh, like on the other side of the river. She doesn't have a way to secure it. But you see where I'm going with this? How long is the river? Cross. Um, it's about a hundred feet to get across this river. It's pretty swollen, right? Is it is it flowing very fast? It's not flowing super fast. You are speaking in terms of elevation and the flow of the river. You're above the waterfall. At this point, the waterfall is probably probably a mile and a half east of you. Okay? Right. Which and again, the waterfall is like synonymous with ambush site. Right. Right. So um, the river is not like rushing by, but it is very the 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 what is it called the the not tide uh, current. The current right. is is vigorous. Um, it would be a challenge to swim across. Is there any way we know how deep it is? You can make uh, a perception check or a survival check if you want to. Um, I will. I will aid her in that. Uh, okay. Okay. You beat me to it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do advantage. survival. Okay. Eighteen total. Well, you definitely cannot see the bottom. Um, one of the problems with rivers when it rains is that they get cloudy. Um, you definitely cannot see the bottom, and you you get a sense that it is unlikely you would be able to just walk across this. At some point you're going to start swimming and you're going to be swimming against that current or what's, across that current. What's the longest rope we have? Um, let me just pitch the, pitch the idea. One of us, um, and I'll volunteer to do it, um, ties a rope around our waist and if we start to go like under or something, somebody can, you guys can pull it pull me out or pull whoever out yeah i believe we have several sections of 50 foot rope uh at least one of them was tied together for the rope that we got down off the, the top of the cliff at the encampment so we had two ropes there that was mine and yours yeah yeah um, oz, oz had three oz, oz has three. two sorry two he had three to begin with i have one rope as well that's 50 feet so i've, I've got one as well okay so we can okay. make at least 250 foot sections of rope if we have three if we have six ish 50 foot sections that we can tie together i'm looking across dm is there is there like a spot maybe to tie off rope on the other side make a perception check uh that's gonna be eight so Reek, as you look across the river, uh, I mean, it's not its not as if it's so stormy and rainy uh, that, you, that you can't see across. But um, as the river seems to be sort of swelling, the rocks and trees that are closest to the bank are starting to be, like, obfuscated by the water. You can't really see what's going on close to the ground so there's no way really to know how how sturdy tying off to one of those objects would be until you get closer 
to inspect it. So I think, um, um, I think what we're going to have to do is maybe try and make some, some flotation devices out of what we have to help people cross this because we have to cross it. I would like to look around and see if I can't see anything to make as he says this. Okay. Um, everybody, I'm, well, so Mir, go ahead and make your perception checks. 14. Anybody else doing anything? Well, I'm wondering, you know, we have several people that have axes. Uh, could we find some small logs, wood that would float and use them as an aid? If we're able to get to the other side and tie a rope off, people would only have to like float, have their body kind of laying on top of the log and then pull themselves across the rope instead of full on swimming. It would be an easy way to do it. So, Mir, as you look around, uh, you do notice that there there is some sort of readily available timber. I mean, some of it would need to be felled. Um, but as you continue to look, this ravine that the river seems to flow into, like between two, um, it's similar to what you saw before, except this is obviously like a river that's flowing between some semi-mountainous rock formations but as you as you look the river seems to the river does seem to get a little smaller and there is forest inside that ravine i relay that to the group the the bulk of the trees are ahead in that and how ravine. far how far ahead is this uh maybe a quarter of a mile close enough I that you can see it with some detail I tell this to Guy and ask if maybe we should try to consider going there instead. Absolutely. If it's going to be in the ravine, if it's going to be uh, narrow enough, we may be able to fell some trees to cross it pretty easily. Um, I'm going to look at the group and point ahead and say we should check the ravine. Let's do it. Yep. Okay. I begin walking in that direction. So, continuing to to follow it into the ravine, um, as you get into the ravine, you notice the the sound of the flowing water getting louder and sort of echoing off the the sides of this ravine. And what what looked to be like part of the storm or just fog quickly sort of becomes apparent that actually in the back of the ravine there's another waterfall. Um, and as you as you press into the ravine, as soon as you get inside, like you realize this forest is not super dense. I mean, it hasn't been cleared like the land you've just been walking through. But uh, let's have perception checks from everybody. Twelve. 12 for Mir. Falmar rolled a natural 20, 24. Okay, Falmar. Reek Odd. rolled a natural 1. Reek rolled a natural 1. Okay, five. Oz. 23 for us. Guy has a 13. Okay. 17 for Finn. So, Oz and Falmar, as you guys look further into the ravine, you quickly recognize um, up near the waterfall. This waterfall's not huge. Okay, it's maybe 50 feet, the back of this ravine. And and then apparently maybe it levels off 
you really can't tell. But on either side of the ravine, there appears to be like a switchback trail. And the one on the... Going west. The one on the southern side of the waterfall. So the left side of the waterfall as you're looking at it. As you guys watch, the the rain and the, the swelling of the river, there's sort of like a surge from the waterfall. And part of that switchback trail on the left side washes out just as you're looking at it. But the one on the north side is still intact. You would have to cross the river to get to it. How wide is that part of the river? It is substantially narrower, probably about 50 feet, 50 to 60 feet. As as you get closer to the waterfall, it widens out again. But there's an area between the entrance to the ravine and the waterfall itself where the river narrows because of the rock formation. I look at Guy and I say, if somebody tall enough has me on their shoulders, I can maybe try to mage hand Ledgermain a rope across and tie it to one of the, the trees that are on the other side. There's trees there, right, Jordan? You say There are trees, yes. There are trees on either side. But it is a risk. I, uh, I think this is the best option we have. Everything here is a risk. I think it's a risk we have to try and take. Guy, I think your idea of tying tying the rope and then having a uh, sort of a makeshift raft to pull ourselves across is a good idea. Um, why don't we take one of the ropes and start s- splitting it into threads and using that to lash together. So while while one person is helping Mir with that, we can start felling some sticks to tie together. I'll start working on the rope. I don't I look to Oz. Uh, I, oh, I was. Guy is going to say that I, I don't know that I necessarily think we need actual rafts, but logs float, and I think just if we're having, if we're able to have an, a couple of logs for people to just put their bodies on top of, and then use the rope to pull themselves across the river, oh, we see. also we also just don't have time to make a raft. Okay. Yeah, I agree. So, Oz, do you think do you think you could give me a lift? You mean just hold you up higher, or <laughs> out at least? Go go as far as you can before you know you like drown. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, can I? It's also wet. What's the temperature like right now? It's comfortable. Um, okay. You guys are still. You guys are still only like a week removed from the midsummer. Um, you're pretty far south. Okay. Okay. If anything, it's on the warm side of comfortable. Guy is going to offer to go stand in the water and help steady Oz, like physically hold him in place, so that way he can get as deep as possible uh, while holding Mir up, so he doesn't need to worry about stabilizing himself as much. I'm not as tall, so I can't quite go as deep, but the current if the current is going to be heavy, you know. Okay, uh, Oz is just going to kind of plop in the water, like whatever, and start... St- seeing how strong the current is okay and uh, see how far he can walk before you know it starts to push him um so as you am walk I, out Mir, am i with ahead. him am i with him if you if you if you said you were then you are Mir, hop on my shoulders okay thanks and i'm a okay. guy that's going with him okay so oz as you make your way out go ahead and give me a perception check i love perception checks just kidding. Eight. Okay. 
as you go out into the water, you too recognize whatever state this river is usually in, right now, you cannot see the bottom, even as you stand in it. The water is very cloudy. The storm continues to rage. The rain is not letting up at all. And as you are walking along, at one point, um, you put your foot out, and there is no bottom where you expect it to be. Make a dexterity saving throw. This is a saving throw. That is a 15. As you start to put down just, like, where you expect the bottom to be, uh, it's not there. And your foot just sinks and sinks and sinks. And you sort of start to wave your foot around looking for some 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 purchase. And you find something. And now suddenly you are you're waist deep in the water. Uh, guy, you see Oz just suddenly step down. And how far out are we? Um, you're about 20 feet from the side. So you're maybe 30 or 40 feet from the other side. Are there any limbs from the trees hanging over the water, like typically happens along the river? Hmm. Or they reach out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so in this area where you are, the trees are quite tall. This forest is pretty well established. And yes, there is overhanging foliage, but it's probably 20 feet above the water. Mm. Okay. So, are there any trees that are close enough that I could take my mage hand and bring it over across? So you want to... You, you're, you're asking if there are any tree branches from the other side that you could yep. reach with mm -hmm. your mage hand. Mm -hmm. um, yes. How... So I have a couple of questions for you. How much weight can your mage hand hold? Five pounds. And how heavy are your ropes? Ropes are two pounds, I believe. Let me check. For 50 feet of rope? It's 20 pounds for 50. No, sorry, 10 pounds for 50 feet. Mm, never mind. So, um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna reach a point where you can't necessarily. So here's what we're I can do. I can what, carry 10 pounds. I can carry 10 pounds. What's the range of your mage hand? 30 feet. And you can carry 10 pounds with your mage 10 hand. 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the rope weighs 10 pounds per Correct. 50 feet? Correct. So I okay. need a 50-foot rope for now. So I, so all that all that taken into account, you can absolutely uh, mage hand a rope up to one of those high branches that's mm -hmm. hanging out over the river from the other side. So those of you that are back on the other bank, you watch as, as Mere fishes a rope out of... Uh, Oz's her pouch or Oz's, Oz's backpack. <laughs> she sort of fishes the rope out. And Mir, what does it look like when you uh, bring your mage hand into play? I usually would do whatever I was doing because I'm a I, I'm a hand talker. Um, but I'm hanging on, so I'm sort of like flopping just one arm around, trying to direct it like you would conduct, but not 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 very well. I'm, I'm going to be messy <laughs> about it because that's me. Okay. And I'm going to okay. take it and I'm going to like gesture for it to go over the branch. And I'm going to be kind of paranoid about it. So I'm going to wrap it around more than probably anybody really should. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so that, that definitely takes up some of the rope, but this branch is hanging out probably 10 or 15 feet over the other side. 
I'm going to give it a good tug to make sure that it's not going to break. Make a dexterity check with uh, with your proficiency. So dex, so add plus five. Roll a d20, add plus five. And make it with advantage because you're overcautious. Okay, so nine plus five. Okay, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, as you tug on it with your mage hand. No, I'm, I'm going to be pulling on it with my arm because I have the other one in my other hand. Okay. Um, it seems pretty solid to you as you pull on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're confident that you executed the the movements of a, a nice like um, slip knot. Can there. I tug on it with the mage hand too? Just a little, just make sure it's tight. Yes, <laughs> with the force that you mere are able to exert, this seems like it is secure. Okay, great. And so I'm going to tell this to Guy, and I'm going to hand him that part of the rope that I'm I have. And then I'm going to be like, I'm pretty much useless right now, so either take me back or just let me hang out. Okay, I'll grab the rope from her and begin to work my way back until uh, I pull out one of the other 50-foot sections of rope from my pack and tie it to that rope. So at this point, what you have there, you've got a 50-foot rope that is suspended about halfway across a 50-foot span of the river and it's about 20 feet above you so you recognize that you're able to get all the way back over to the other side without attaching anything else now it's it's tied to a branch and that branch moves but uh but right now you at least have some kind of like anchor uh above this moving river that somebody can hold on to uh, without tying any more rope to it. Okay. Uh, but you said it's the branch is how, how high above the river? About 20 feet. Okay. So I think what we should do, uh, I think we should send Reek across first. Get to the other side. Uh, we have enough rope that we can send more and then secure a rope around the base of a tree that is closer to the ground so that the rest of the the villagers and everyone who probably aren't as strong will have, they don't have to be suspended above the ground or river or anything, anything like that, worrying about that. Um, I'll hold on to one of the sections of rope as he's going across. Okay. Well, oh, Reek's kind of heavy. What's the advantage to sending Reek instead of somebody tiny? Because like if, if it breaks, then I can swim out. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has the athletic we could tie record, a rope around him too on our just, end just so we're all clear on how this works yeah swimming is a strength based check right we want to say it's, it's a it's an athletics check so yeah he's the strongest but the point is we can tie the rope around him his waist as he goes around i'll hold on to the other end of the rope as he's going around it should probably be i mean it's 50 feet ish across the river but we probably need more than that because we're gonna have to have enough to tie it off on a tree that's further outside of the river and then tie it off on this side again, on this side of the river. So, so. All right, yeah. so what's the plan? So uh, I, I tie two 50 foot sections of rope together that I had in my pack. Okay. And uh, I hand one end of it to Reek for him to tie around his waist. And I say, I'll be holding on to the other section. You should probably grab the rope overhead. Um, I'll tie it around my waist, 
and uh, I reach my arm out for a, uh, a handshake like, we got this, no big deal. Give him a big orcish handshake. It's at it's 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 at the forearms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, the forearm, forearm. That's right. Yeah. Man. All right. Uh, and, so, and who's holding on to the rope that attaches to the tree? So I'm gonna hold on to the one that's. Oh, 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 oh yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. So I think Reek Oz would be happy to hold that. I think Reek took the rope that Mir mounted to the tree and tied it around him. Right? Is that the one you're talking about, Oz? No. I think we have two different ropes. We have one that Guy is holding that is attached to Reek in case he falls, and we have one that Oz is volunteering to hold that's attached to the tree for Reek to traverse across. I, unless that's a strength-based thing. I don't know if that plays in the powerful build or not. If, um, so, if it is, ahead. then I can hold it. Here's the thing. Let's be clear. That rope is tied to a branch over the river, right. so one end of it is fixed to that. The other end of it is loose. Right. Well, it, it, if if it, somebody holds it and Reek goes out into the river, he's gonna have to let go of it. You understand? Right. So we should probably try to tie the other end, on the rope that's attached to the branch. We should probably try to tie it off on a tree stump on this end, so that it's fully secure on both ends. Yes. And then I will hold the rope that Reek is bringing across the river to tie off to another okay. tree stump. So so. This is one of those things that's hard to communicate. Um, if you tie the rope that Mir just tied to a stump on this side, mm -hmm. you will have a rope going like this at an angle from above the river gotcha. to the bank. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And then Reek will be swimming across the river <laughs> with a rope around his waist that Guy is holding. Right. So why, don't, we... why don't we do this? Uh, when <laughs> when we send Reek across, somebody... Uh -huh. uh, Let's just designate. Somebody's going to hold it. Who's going to hold that? There should only be one person holding so, one one rope at all. Period. So, so guy, guy is holding the one Here's that's around my waist, and I am using the one that's tethered to the branch to pull myself across, and then I'm going to take that right. rope that's around my waist, and I'm going to tie it up against the other side. Right. So I, I, where I'm going with this is as you're going across... I can go up and walk with you up until the point where it's it's. I saw uh, Oz take a stumble in where I know that it's pretty safe footing, and I can hold it there so that if you fall, you don't have to worry about that rope falling in the river. He needs to have it be slack though. It's it's right. more like um, so I'll hold the end and kind of walk towards the river so that there is slack. Does that make sense? I mean, look, I don't think that's necessary because if I screw up, then you guys pull me out and I'll try it again. Oh, I sure. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm sorry, Falmar. You're way smarter than I am. Um, <laughs> we don't want that rope to go down the stream. I understand right. what you're saying and I love what you're saying. So that way, oh. yeah. So I'll just, I'll walk out very carefully and hold on to the end of the rope. Okay. You're talking Just about like the that. one that, to be clear, Falmar is talking about the one that's attached to the branch, yes? The one that is tethered to the tree. Yes. Great, great, okay. perfect, cool. Yeah. And I've got the one that's attached to his waist. Okay, all right, cool. Yes. So, Beautiful. Nathan is dying right now, and I love it. <laughs> Yo, that, that nunkin is hitting me so hard right now. <laughs> 
That's beautiful. Problem solving. So, we're going to get into just a little bit of uh, a skill challenge here, Reek. Um, So, as you wade out into the water, um, you're expecting the drop-off. You saw what happened to Oz. As you work your way out slowly, kind of, you know, feeling with that foot along the bottom of the river, and then you, you find it. Find it, you kind of steady yourself, and you just hop out into the water. And it's, you gotta you gotta do that thing where you like look up so your mouth is above the water, you know? Because Oz is a lot taller than you. Um, at this point, as you continue across and you lose touch with the bottom of the river, I need you to make an athletics check to see if you can basically keep moving in a straight line under the branch where the rope is tethered. Before I do, I'm going to like yank on it kind of hard. I want to test it. Okay. Make a strength check. Roll d d20 and add your strength. Sorry, I'm trying to do it on the table. Everybody can see. The rope does not let go, but the branch bends. Okay. Mm. Quick note that I that as Guy sees him pulling on this, Guy is going to move slightly upstream towards the waterfall to basically kind of create a triangle so that if the rope flexes or the branch flexes at all, he doesn't get pulled downstream. I'm going to basically okay. use it as a lever kind of to hold him from going downstream at all. Okay. So I'm going to move probably 15, 20 feet upstream okay. from him to keep so him yeah, So, so Reek, with that 24 that you rolled... The rope does not let go. The knot holds true, but the branch flexes deeply. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna leave some play. Like it, there's gonna be some opportunity for you to kind of travel within this current potentially. Uh, now, you've tested the rope. Go ahead and give me that athletics check to see how you fare against this uh, this current. 13 plus 7, 20. So, you you get out into the middle of the river. You start testing your, your strength against the current. It doesn't seem too overwhelming. Uh, as you kind of relax between strokes, you feel the rope pull taut around your waist as you look off and you see that guy has sort of strafed along the edge of the river and his position is going to make it difficult for you to really travel too far down the river Um, but he's going to have to let the slack out as you move across in order for you to be able to make it yes Mir Mir's going to yell at him to say try something just a little bit against the current so you stay on track okay so, um, as you start to swim, this is difficult terrain. Uh, let's have another athletics check. Eight plus seven, 15. Okay. Uh, at this point, you're off the ground now. You feel the rope holding you, kind of helping you stay on track, not traveling too far down the current. 
honestly, the, the rope above you that's attached to the branch, at this point at least, it doesn't really seem to be coming into play very much. Uh, you hear Mir call out and say, Try swimming a little against the current. Uh, so you've made it now about halfway. You look up and you see Mir's rope almost directly above you. I need you to make another athletics check and make this one with advantage. As you feel Guy keeping you from traveling too far down the river, you hear Mir call out. Falmar's positioned himself. He's taking slack off the extra rope. I didn't mean to do that. It's rolling 20 d20s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hang on, my computer just like freaked out. Roll 20s freaked out. I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll hang out for a second. That's because you reformatted. Is 253 high enough? <laughs> I, I changed push to talk to my zero on the uh, number pad. Okay, so what is that, 16? 16, yeah. Yeah, uh, everything's, everything's going swimmingly so far. Um, as you continue to make your way across, you are very close. Uh, make a perception check real quick. Um, 20. Yeah. Guy, as you reach out, you kind of like reach out, uh, and actually your hand like touches the bottom a little. Um, on the other side, you're within about 10, 15 feet of the other side. And as you start to like pull yourself, uh, Pull yourself on up. You've made it across. With the support of your group and, and your own strength, you've made it across. So what would you like to do now? Do a little victory dance. And then I would like to um, take the rope and uh, that that is attached to my waist now. And I'm going to take it and start going towards the closest tree. Okay. Um the the trees that are like in the water you really can't tell how strong they're going to be their roots are like completely like buried well submerged um and they don't seem to be like super robust trees you're gonna have to move a little ways across and in doing so you know that the rope that you have tied around your waist is not quite going to be long enough. Um, I have I have my pack on, and I'm going to take out the extra rope and, and tether it together so that it makes it longer. Okay. Uh, just so you know, DM, before he did this, I, I did say that the rope that's tied around Reef's waist, I did tie to another 50-foot section oh, okay. on my okay. end. Yeah, so it is 100, 100 feet. As you look back, Reek, you see the, that guy's got you covered, and you've got plenty of rope. Um, guy, make a survival check for your knot tying skills. Six! <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Reek, you look back, and you see that there's some rope attached to the rope that you have around your waist. It's definitely longer. Um, yeah. Looks good. Um, okay. Then I'm just gonna tie it. Okay. This will go swimmingly. Uh, as people go for swims. <laughs> um, so yeah, going up to the, the nearest tree, I will take it and I'm going to loop it around a couple times, throw it around, 
put a hitch and then I'm going to put a safety knot on top of it. So a nice uh, sailor's hitch, if you will. And then I'm going to, uh, as soon as that's hitched, I'll put a safety on the other end of it. Go ahead and make a survival check for your knot time. This will be a plus four. It's a nine plus four, 13. Okay. You feel pretty good about, about your work. Uh, it's pretty solid and you look back, there's plenty of rope. So those of you on the other side, you see Reek has made it across. He seems to have found a place to anchor the rope. The rope is currently in the current. Uh, the knot that you tied, Guy, is somewhere out in the middle of the river. Um, and Reek seems to have it pretty well taken care of on his side. What would the rest of you like to do? Does Oz notice the quality of Guy's knot? Your passive perception is what? 16. No, I don't I don't think so. I, I think cool. in watching him tie the rope, you, you notice that he was tying the rope. But at this <laughs> point, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, what do you guys want to do? I think it would make sense for one of the smaller people to go next, so I think it either Mir or myself. Um, I, 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 sorry, I'm going to motion back, and I'll... I'm gonna. How how easy is it to communicate over this river, DM? You're gonna to have to yell, but it is possible. Then I'm gonna yell back. I'll swim back to test the rope. Before before he does that, uh, where I am, I'm guessing from my position on the river where I was holding the rope as he swam across. I'm a little more upstream, so I'm going to use that position to find a tree trunk where I am to position the rope kind of diagonally across the stream so that you're swimming a little bit with the current so you're not swimming against it as you go downstream, as you go across the river. So you're starting a little bit up current I understand. and as you yep. swim across diagonally a little down current so it's easier. You, so were, you, were, you were already a little upstream from right. where he tied off. So. Yeah, and I'm just going to find a tree trunk right there that okay. seems to be safe and it's, tie it's it off. enough to find something, go ahead and make another survival check to see how you tie this knot. Hopefully a six. Thirteen. Okay. Seems good. Seems a little better than the one you tied earlier. It's always been tricky when you have a loose end in each hand. It's kind of fat fingers, you know. Half worked fingers. All right, guys. What are we doing? Who's first one? Um, Did say? You hear? You hear Reek say that he'll swim back across to test the rope. Uh, oh, yeah. That strikes all of you as a little unnecessary. A little, a little excessive. Uh, I, I feel like maybe we should go out, Falmar, like because we're the smallest, just to see if it holds. Yeah, that would make sense to me. It would be easy for them to pull us back. Mm-hmm. Do um, do we find? Uh, can I for uh, attempt to search for any downed trees or anything like that very quickly near me? Uh, sure, yeah, make a perception check. Okay. While he's doing that, um, as, if they're going to prep to cross, I'm going to move downstream in case anybody comes off the rope so that I can jump in and try and grab them. 
Sure. Um, that's fine. You can swim back out into the river and using the rope that's still want, attached to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I wasn't going to swim out. I was just going to stand on the shore and just observe okay. and move a little bit further do that down. Too. Okay. Yeah. Great. You can do that too. If you'd rather just stay on the side, you can do that too. Um, For the perception check, guy rolls a 16. Um, there's there's definitely some some tree trunks and things. Um, a lot of it's like pretty rotten. It seems like it might float, but you don't know if it might break up or something. Mm, okay. Uh, I will go and grab a couple of the hardier looking sections. Are these like small enough sections for me to grab or do I have to chop them? No, they're just like almost like driftwood. Okay. I'll go grab a few sections of it and bring it over to the beginning of the rope where I tied it off. Okay. And say, you should use these. All right. So what's the plan? I think it was going to be between Mir and me to go across next. Okay. Uh, to make sure that everything is, in fact, good. Um, so, Mir, how comfortable are you swimming? With the rope? With the rope that's there? No, no, s- swimming. How comfortable are you swimming? Just in case. Um, not great, but, like, I have the rope, so I'm feeling pretty confident myself. I have I have faith in my friends, so I'm going to say, I feel like I can do it, but if I'm being honest, I'm not very athletic. So I, I may as well go next. I think I, I have confidence that Reed can catch me and that I can at least keep myself afloat if necessary. Um, so, and I... Uh, yeah, so if, if no there are no objections, I'm going to go next. Okay. okay so Falmer's uh, going to be the next one uh, out. I'll cast Guidance on him when he gets ready to go. Okay, so Falmar, uh, on the next ability skill check that you make, you can add a d4 to it. Oh, okay. Actually, any, any skill check you make within the next minute, you can choose to add a d4 to it. Okay. But you have, but only- to, choose, you have to choose before you roll. And only, only once. Yeah. Okay. Um, give me one of the the lesser looking logs that, just just in case, I think I'll be able to nimbly get across. So as you make your way way out again, you same deal. Like you're kind of finding that drop off, and you find it. You sink in. Um, your feet are not touching the bottom at all, and immediately you feel the current pushing you into the rope. Okay. Um, make a perception check. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, rope seems to be holding. And as you make your first, um, athletics check to get across the river, make it with advantage. Twenty-two. Um, yeah, 22 advantage, not disadvantage. The current, the current is not nearly as difficult as you thought. Um, you're, you're really barely having to use the rope at all. Um, you make it about halfway. Go ahead and give me another one again with advantage. 10. Okay. Uh, so as you get out into the middle of the stream, looking up, you see the rope tethered to reek and you look downstream see him standing on the other bank suddenly you find yourself really pushed into that rope um 
as you look down at it, you see the the knot that guy tied. If you know what a square knot looks like, it looks like the very ends of the rope are just a, like about to like pass into the knot. So it's right. about to come undone. It does appear that way. Uh, as you're pushed against it, the rope seemed to have more slack than it should have. How far am I from that? You you are looking at it. It is like on your chest right now. So I'm going to mutter under my breath, fucking orcs. Look back over at Guy. Guy's just waving at him. Hi. I know that, know they mean well. Um, so I'm going to hang on to both sides of the rope. And what I'd like to do is try to get my hands like in there so that I can I can grab and, and I, I know this is easier through watching me but but I'm gonna try to kind of grab both of them and see if I can pull at all to pull it secure back it. through yeah okay um because you have the the log that's helping you float let's go ahead and say let's have you make uh, a dexterity check to see if you can handle the knot well first of all first and foremost is that with proficiency? It's just going to be raw dexterity. So not a saving throw, just dexterity. I'm going to add the d4 to this one. Okay. So that's going to be a 24. So fighting the current, utilizing the log to float, stabilizing yourself on the rope. As, you, as you're holding both ends of it, sort of like your, your grip strength is enough to keep the two piece of rope together. Now I need you to make an athletics check to pull it as you sit in the middle of the river with this current. Five. Okay. The rope is waterlogged. Wet as it is, the friction is too much for you. Um, you feel like you could maintain your position long enough to try again. Okay. Twelve. Okay. You definitely are able to work the ends of the rope back through the knot a bit and pull it as tight as you think you can. It do I see him doing this? You do see him out in the middle of the river doing something, but he's 30 feet away from you and doing this underwater. So I'm going to yell at him. I'm going to say, is the rope okay? It's getting loose in this spot right here. I'm trying to pull it Do you have any more through. rope? Do you have any more rope? I do, but it's also wet. That's okay. Take it and wrap it around many, many times on the end if you can, and then tie it through to stabilize it. Like a slip knot. Falmar, what do you want to do? I'm going to do that because I'm hoping Falmar understood it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did not. Falmar, okay. make, make an intelligence check, Falmar. Uh-oh. What is it? Plus one. I rolled a 17 on the dice plus zero. 17. Yeah. Uh, Falmar, Falmar does understand. And you actually are reminded of the way that you wrap cord on a knife handle. Oh, exactly. Okay. And okay. so um, you can go ahead and make a dexterity check with your rope. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and make a dexterity check and you can add proficiency because of the recollection of uh, how you wrap a knife handle. Okay. It's going to be a 19. 
Okay. So, Falmar, you managed to to sort of add a like a weird a weird reinforcing slip knot on either side of this knot out in the middle of this river. Uh, but now you see there's like two 30-foot pieces of rope like trailing down the stream. Uh, so there's like this weird like Fu Manchu of rope like dangling off of the rope that Falmar is currently trying to use to cross the river. So Falmar, feeling pretty good about the work you just did. Go ahead and give me another athletics check with advantage. That's going to be 17. Sorry, 17. You you grab that rope, feeling like it's really solid now. You just heave, pulling yourself across. And as you reach out, forward crawling, um, you could let go of the, the piece you're using to float if you wanted to at this point. What are you doing with that? Yeah, I think I'd... Uh... I think what I would do is just continue holding on to the to the rope and pulling myself as far as yourself. possible. Yeah, and, and, then and as soon within, as I can step. Yeah, about 15, 20 more feet, your hands start to hit dirt, and you can kind of stand up and and pull yourself out of the river, and you've made it across. Reek is about thirty feet downstream. As I see him start to come out, I'm gonna head up towards him, um, and, and um give him a pat on the back and then position myself in the water just a little bit so I can reach out and help people as they come across, yep. but I'm holding onto the rope. So okay. I'll take his hand and pull myself up and... Okay. All right. What's happening next? I'm going to see how much trouble he had at the end part and suggest that the little people go with some big people who are really strong. Hey, Falmar. Do you do you have rope available to you right now? Not anymore. I just used it. Okay, there was I'm an gonna, issue I'm with gonna, one of the knots. Uh, I'm gonna pull out my rope out of my pack and say, "Hey, I th I, th I think if you go downstream a little bit, um, and at least I, I don't know, in case somebody has to let go, you're downstream and can maybe toss them a rope or something, um, just so that they're downstream, and I'll stay here and help them as soon as they get to me." Yeah, it's a great idea. I'll take the rope and I'll head about 20, 30 feet down. Okay. Sounds good. So what's happening next? I'm going to ask Oz if I can catch a ride with him. Or actually, yeah, probably him. Okay. I'll say, okay, I, I weigh a bit more and I'm not terribly strong, but I can try. Okay. So, so, so you want to go ahead and hop on? Oz is mm -hmm. going to go next. All right. I'm going to position myself uh, out into the water and start pulling. Okay. Before he does that, Guy hands him a piece of log and float. I will also cast Guidance on him. Okay. Thank you. So, Oz, you work your way out. You remember where the drop-off was? Uh, go ahead and give me your first athletics check. Uh, can I add four to that, or is it too late? If you if you want to, sure, you can. Uh, it's yeah, it's before or after they're made. Oh goody, that's a ten total. Okay, so uh, as you as you sort of push off at that drop off, you've got mirror on your back. Uh, immediately, you're you're taken by the current. Um, 
did you bring a log for like extra buoyancy? Guy gave me a log. Okay. Uh, so you should have made that check with advantage. Okay, uh, let's see, I'll do athletics again. So, 12. Okay. And I already rolled the d4, so 16. 16, okay. Yeah, uh, you push off, you, you feel yourself pushed into the rope a bit, but your, your large fur bulg hands propel you through the water. Make it about halfway across the river. You look up, you see where Mir had fastened the rope. Following the rope down, you see Reek standing in the water on the other side of the, the stream. Um, just looking across and seeing seeing him standing there, it sort of fills you with some confidence, knowing that he's there to try and help you. As the storm continues to rage, go ahead and give me another athletics check. 13. Uh, again, with advantage. 13. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, pulling along with the rope. Um, don't make it quite as far. The current is quite strong. Growing stronger, it would seem, as the storm continues. Uh, give me one more athletics check with advantage. Come on, roll twice. Come on, there we go. So, 16. Yeah, no problem. You use the rope. You continue to make your way across the stream until eventually your your feet uh, start to touch the bottom again. As you pull your way along, Reek reaches out for you. You see his his big half-orc in hand, almost as big as your own, uh, sort of take yours and pull you the last five or ten feet across the, the span of this stream. Uh, and your feet are, are firmly planted on the other side of the river now. So we've got Reek, Mir, Oz, and Falmar on the other side. Guy and Finn remain with um, two dwarven children, Britta, uh, Gunner and Gilna, Robin, Pear, and Phoebe, as well as two other people that you do not recognize. And Leosin. I have a weird idea. Okay. What if um, the people that we're most concerned about at the end, we just have them all tie themselves to the rope and then we just pull them in once we have enough people on this side? Um, not if we, if we tie them to the rope and we just expect to pull them without... You mean well, with them using again, a, with a the, flotation device? Well, we would just... The people that we're most worried about, we, we like sort of like lasso them all together as we would a raft. And then we have them get in the water and then the current's gonna take them and it's gonna swing out. And then we just pull them down along yeah, the Yeah, but they, they might end up face down. We should make a movie that's <laughs> called Human Raft, not Human Centipede. But I do see what you're saying with, it's basically a, a fulcrum point on the other side of the river where the current will swing them to the other side. Right. And if you haven't noticed, we have, sorry, I'm a little, I'm, okay. Anyway, if you haven't noticed, we have all a bunch of strong people over here. So once all the other strong people get over here, we can, you know. We have one strong down. person over here. And I'm gonna Wait, hold on. look at Falmar. Oh no. <laughs> I thought Guy was over here already. 
No, no I'm, on the, I'm on the other side. Guy and Finn are still on the other side with the prisoner. So the, well, the people that you rescued. Okay. So guy, guys uh, on Thelm, the other side. Yeah, go ahead. Thelmar nods his head. Okay, but it would only be for the ones that we were like most worried about not being able to do this. Well, I, so like the children, I'm gonna carry a child, and yeah. um, Guy is gonna carry a child. The yeah, other people can't, are like can't carry the adult. old people though. Look, I can go back. Mm, okay. Like tie tie a rope around me again, and I'll just go back. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, so I mean, Guy and Finn don't hear any of this because we're right in the side of the river. But um, so as far as I, I know, like I'm looking at people as they're coming up to me, and I'm like handing them a log <laughs> to float on to attempt so, to cross the river. Do we want to say like the the re- regular age, middle aged, like healthy people are going next? Then aren't me and Guy? Yeah, uh, nobody is like old. Um, well, Robin and Pear are kind of old. Um, Robin Pear? is is matronly. Pear, Pear, P-E-R, Pear. Um, he's kind of old, but he's he's burly. He's scrappy. He's clearly a farmer. You know? uh, cool. I'm gonna yell across. I'm gonna say, does anybody need help crossing? I mean, I'll ask the villagers. Yeah. If they think they need help. Robin Robin says she's pretty nervous about this. The uh, the undercut girl and the half elven woman, they seem like they're gonna go they're gonna just go together. Um okay. Pear seems like he can probably handle it. Um let's see. Well whoever Britta, goes Britta Britta uh, let's see. Finn, make a make an inside check. 12 total. Britta is not saying anything, but she is pretty obviously concerned. Okay, so Robin and Britta are both concerned? Robin speaks up and says, I need help. Like, okay. Reek, you see the the older sort of matronly woman with silver hair raise her hand when you ask who needs help. I'll just kind of motion him to come back. As this is happening, um, Phoebe the woman with the short sword, and the half-elven woman, they take logs from you, Guy, and they start to make their way across. And they cast guidance on both of them. Okay. Okay. Um, so they start to make their way across. They slowly make their way out, seeing what happened with Oz. Um, you see them relying heavily on the rope. Um, but they they seem to have made it about halfway without too much of a problem. Reek, as you're calling out, and you see uh, Robin raising her hand, they've passed the halfway mark. Oh, yeah. If we need to, we'll use it. No, oh, we don't need the guidance. Uh, they make it. They're they're approaching you. They're approaching where you're standing, Reek. Um, oh, we might need the guidance. Nope. Uh, so, the, the woman with the freckles that took the short sword from from Falmar you see as they get closer the half elven woman is like like more or less hanging on to her she's just pulling along on the rope and she reaches out her hand to you I'm gonna reach my hand out I'm gonna grab like as far as I can like to the elbow 
and I'm just going to thrust in. Okay. And you just pull them both. They just torpedo through the water. So uh, Phoebe and the half-elven woman, whose name you do not know, are now across the river. As this is happening, Reek, you notice that Robin calls out and says that she needs help on the other side. Felmar, you have that rope still. I do. Let's tie it around my around my waist, just in case. Well, you're like, still attached to the tree, Reek. That's right. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, swim back. I'm gonna I'm gonna yell across, guy. I'm coming back. I'm are you using swimming. the rope at all, or are you just swimming? No, I'm using the rope. Okay. Give me athletics check with advantage. Uh, 23. You watch as Reek, like, with one hand, he pulls along the rope with his other hand. He's doing, like, a forward crawl and pulling on the rope, just cutting across this river. Uh, give me one more athletics check, Reek, with advantage. 11. <laughs> Suddenly, as Reek reaches out, he loses grip on the rope. He's moving too fast. He loses grip on the rope, and you see him start to be taken by the current. Reek, as you as you reach out and try to get the, the rope, uh, make a you can use your reaction to make a, a dexterity saving throw and try to catch that rope. Twelve. No, you reach out for it. You're further away than you thought you were. Suddenly, Reek is being taken by the current. You're being swept down the river. Make an athlete. Uh, sorry, make a, a strength saving throw. Can I? How close is he? Can I throw a uh, a log thing at him? You can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, make like a make a ranged attack roll. You can use your strength. Just make an attack roll. 11 for this strength save. Okay. I'm going to scream at him across the river. I'm going to say, swim toward the other side. Like, swim toward the, cur the whatever the fuck the beach is. He's, he's like more than halfway across at this point. He's like there, dead, dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling him to 13. swim catacorner toward the opposite away from us. Okay. So, Reek, as you're, as you're swimming, suddenly a log hits the water like near you and you could wrap your arms around it if you want to is the log yeah. within five feet of him and am i 30 within 30 feet of the log yes am i within 90 feet of the log both of those are true yes can i use entangle to restrain a creature within five feet of the log uh -huh. um I mean, yes, you can totally do that. Uh, I'm going to cast Entangle on the rot log and see if it catches him. Okay, uh, so Reek, this log lands in the water next to you, and as you reach out for it, do you reach out for it? Yes. Okay, so as you reach out for it, the log like sprouts branches and ivy, and they start to wrap around you. Do you, do you fight that? It's freaky. Yeah, I fight it. Okay, then make a make a strength uh, a strength saving throw. Synergy. Eleven. I'm rolling like shit. <laughs> Needed a thirteen to save. So as you as you put your arms around this log, uh, the log like hugs you back, and now you are firmly floating in this river. 
you drift about 25 feet from where the rope is anchored to the tree and then you feel it snag and the branch starts to bend I'm gonna let go of it no well you, um, the, the you rope. can't you can't let go of the wow. log and the rope is tied around you so the branch starts to bend make another strength saving throw with advantage because you're, you're you don't you don't have to fight for buoyancy so you you have advantage 21 okay so you start to tread water you start to fight against the current now you are you are firmly like in the middle of the river you're not traveling further down the river the branch is bending but it is not breaking what do you want to do can I, I run along sh- and throw my extra length of rope? Uh, and I want to swim can't up. Do that. I want to swim upstream against it, and I want to okay. head towards like the shore. So I'm swimming, swimming up against it, so the branch doesn't break. Okay, so you need to make an athletics check. You can make it with advantage because you have this log helping you float. Oz is running upstream and throwing you a rope. I think. Yeah, I want to throw him a rope to try and keep him from freaking disappearing. Okay, Ow. so, so twenty five on the strength. Okay, so so first things first, Oz make an attack roll with your rope. I mean you have just a rope, there's no are you putting anything on it to like add weight or Oh, uh, I just was hoping I could throw it to him and he could grab it. Make an attack roll. I don't know what that is, but add, I rolled a fourteen. Add, add strength. So fourteen? Fourteen, yeah. You like huck your rope as far out into the stream as you can, but it doesn't have enough weight on the end of it to get all the way to mm. him. But as you watch it fly through the air, Reek suddenly starts to make headway against the current. He's making his way back toward the rope. Reek, make one more strength saving throw with advantage because of the log that has entangled you. 24. You guys watch as Reek like heroically battles against this river. Yeah, I I, I would say pissed off. Swimming, like almost rage swimming back to the rope. Guy is going to wade out a little into the river towards the direction where he sees Reek struggling to try to grab him at the quickest possible opportunity and help him. Okay, so he's still a little too far away for that. Reek, I need you to make one more athletics check using the rope, using the log. Thalmar would like to make a perception check. He's going to, well, he would like to look to see if he can see if the tattoos have begun to glow. Okay, uh, go ahead and make your roll. 11. Okay, uh, you, you can't tell. He's underwater. Uh, looking at his arms, you don't see a glow happening right now, but. I got an 18 on that. Yep. Athletics All right, check. so as you, as you make your way across, using the rope, pulling your way across, guy reaches out, grabs you, and you pull him all the way across. Fucking water. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. All right. Now what? So... As you make your way across, Leosin approaches you. He says, how bad is this, mate? Like, I mean, am I going to be scrambling for my life when I wade out into this river? 
Is your uh, strength about the same as Falmar? I mean, hell if I know. I mean... Okay. Well, he's weak and he made it. So... Fair enough. I'm just joshing you. Get it! So Laison is going to wade out into the river and start to make his way across. He, he takes a log from you, guy. Yeah. He grabs a rope and starts to make his way across. Sorry, Finn. Laison starts to make his way across. Did you want to give him guidance? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. I just dropped a dice. Hang on. <laughs> All right, Laosin feels his way across. You see him sink down into the water. Falmar, you're you're watching from the other side. All right, natural twenty on his first athletics check. So Laosin just pushes out. He actually goes underwater for a second, disappears, and you see him pop up again, holding onto the rope a little more than halfway across, and. He, too, will not need to use his guidance as he makes his way across Falmar. Laosin is using the rope and pulling his way across. He gets across the river, and he, he starts to uh, pop up and, and walk up the side of the river. I'm going to head over and uh, clasp him on the shoulder and say, I'm glad you made it. I, I know you're, you're not as strong as I am, so I'm, I'm glad you made it with ease. Well... <laughs> I needed a shower, mate. I mean, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna head over here and uh, see if I can shake this off a bit. I didn't so want to go... say anything before, but yeah, you're starting to smell a little bit, buddy. He he sits down on the bank. Uh, so what's happening back on the other side? Guy is looking at Reek. And who? What suit? What uh, townspeople do we still have here? So you still have. Britta, the twins, Robin, and Pear, and then the other prisoner that you don't recognize, who looks to be human. You, you guys haven't even spoken to that person. Um, is, is the burly guy over there? Yes, Robin is the burly, or sorry, uh, Pear is the burly guy. Okay, so does Pear look strong like me or uh guy he looks me. to be he looks to be above average but um not like heroically strong like maybe country strong i'm gonna approach pair and ask him if he thinks he can help robin get across well okay he says uh i think i might have my hands full just getting myself across uh, looks like one of your friends has come across from the other side, maybe to to help Robin. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought Rick went back. Just kidding. But we have we have four that we don't think are going to cross. Oh, you're right. So Pear Pear will actually wade on out into the river to make his attempt. Now. I have guidance. Okay, he has a log. He has guidance. He just kind of flops. It doesn't really look like he maybe knows how to swim. So he's he's really relying on the rope. Uh, natural 20. Country strong, man. Country strong. Pulling in the rest of the way. 
Uh, he'll go ahead and use guidance. Yeah, no problem. Falmar, you see this uh, Popeye-looking dude with tattoos on his arms pulling yep, his way across the, across the river. Um, he, he sees you. As you reach out to try to help him, he just kind of ignores you and just pulls himself on the rope. Just He's like... He's like just super focused and and pulling like his life depends on it because it does. Hey, hey, you've made you've made it here, here. Take my arm. He puts his feet down and stands up, and he's like, "Oh, all right, thanks. Yeah, great." And he just walks over and kind of sits down near Leosin. Um. Okay, so then. On the other side, we have Guy, we have Finn, yeah. we have the Dwarven Twins, yeah. we have Reek, we have Robin, and we have Britta. So I was, I'm was i going to look at Reek, and I'm going to pull out one of the 50-foot sections of rope I have in my bag, and I'm going to say, well, for the ones that need help still, we could tie them with very short slack around their waist to you. So that way uh, you can help out a little bit with them without having to physically touch them. Because they'll have to grab the rope, but they'll be lashed to you. I think that's a, a good idea. I think I would rather have them grabbing onto me at first or grabbing onto the rope being very close. Because if they start to go, I don't want to have them have momentum with the current. Sure. But so I think that's a great idea. Say that again? Are you talking about taking both of them? Yeah, because Finn and I, Finn and Guy, are going to take one of the Dwarven children each. Yeah. And there's, is it two more total Jordan that need help? It's just two. Yeah, Britta and Robin. Okay. Yeah, let's do that, and we'll have Falmar. Oh, and um, there's the there's the unknown. That you guys so are I, gonna I'm going to look at the two unknowns right now. Guy is going to look at the two unknowns. One and unknown. Say, oh, one unknown. I, I apologize. One unknown, and he's going to say, "And what's your deal?" Do you need help? I can I can give it a try, my friend. I, I don't know uh, what to expect, but... <sighs> Such is life. And he just starts to wade into the river. <laughs> I like him. Guy is going to look at... Britta's still over here? Yes, Britta? Britta's with you, yep. Guy is going to look at Britta, and he's going to say, Do you know that one? Britta says, Never seen him before in my life. Um, huh. do you think I could take two kids? The two kids? Are you asking one? me? Yes, DM. Uh, make, make a perception check. Fifteen. What's your athletics? Sixteen. No, your athletics, not your strength. Oh, sorry. Do you have proficiency? Plus three, no. Guy has plus six in athletics. So, Finn, with that perception check, you feel confident that Guy could probably take them both? Okay. Guy. Maybe yes. instead of having Reek take two grown elves, <laughs> why don't you take the two dwarven children? Then I can help either Britta or Greta. Is that her name? I don't remember her name. And then wh whoever I don't take, Greek can take the other person. 
guy, uh, guy <clears throat> perks up a little bit, <clears throat> pokes out his chest a little bit, and says, I'm, I'm sure I can handle that. That won't be a problem. Mr. 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 Nobody has waded out into the river, and you watch him just... I did cast guidance. Just sink in, and he's going to make his... Oh, there's an 18 on the dice. He just kind of flash in and pull in and just making a mess. It gets in the cross, and you hear him like, and just another... Oh, we got to have that guidance. We got to have that guidance. You watch as he, he... is like pushed into the rope and he loses his grip on his log. So I'm going to... He just rolled a 16. So he continues to make it a a bit further, utilizing the rope. And one more check now that he's back on the rope. Falmar, as he gets closer to you, he seems like he's struggling. I'm just going to wait out and uh, like steadying myself by holding the rope and reach out to him. Okay. Um, let's both roll athletics. Just a straight roll. 20? He rolled a three. So as he flounders and splashes, loses his grip on the rope, you just reach out and grab him and kind of pull him upward, and he puts his feet down and stands up, and he says, Oh, 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 oh my friend. <laughs> I am so glad that you are here. And he just pats you on the shoulder and walks over and sits down next to uh, Leosin and Pear. Is he Armenian? What is that accent? Nice catch, Falmar. All right. So what's happening next? Uh, I Guy looks at Finn and says, I should go last. I'll take the children. It'll be fine. Um, I think I should go last. That way I can give everybody guidance okay i think you should uh, go next I, guy because um i mean if something happens to those those kids well, at least we have people on either side and we can try and help yeah. somehow yeah um all right i'm gonna take the the rope that i have in my hands and i'm going to tie it around my waist and I will uh, tie it around the two dwarven children's waist as well. Okay. So you guys are all lashed together? Lashed together with very little slack. I don't want them getting away from me. And then I'll hand the two of them some smaller logs, uh, and I will wade out into the water with uh, my... with their their arms grappled to my hand, and I will grab the rope and I will begin to cross. Okay, as, give me as they yeah. start to wade out, I'm gonna touch his back, touch guy's back, cast guidance, and then I'll touch both the kids at the same time and cast guidance. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh so guy, go ahead and make a athletics check with advantage. The DC is higher for you. Sure. Twenty four total on the athletic yeah. check. Yeah, you, you're doing just fine so far. The kids seem to just be kind of holding the logs and bobbing in the water, just floating and watching you as you just pull along the rope. You're really not even swimming. You're just kind of pulling on this rope. Uh, make it about halfway. Uh, go ahead and give me another athletics check. Uh, straight roll or advantage or, or what is advantage. it? Advantage. You have advantage. 
Guy rolls a 21 total. Again, just pulling along, making your way. Uh, go ahead and, and give me one more. Guy rolls a 17 total. So, so Falmar, you watch as you see, like, Guy is pulling his way along, and he sort of he sort of slips in that same spot where um, in that same spot where some of the other folks that have tried to cross. It's almost like there's like a slip stream really close to the other side. People lose their footing or something. Guy sort of slips, and the kids swing out and they come close to you. Can I use my reaction to catch him? Sure. What do you need for that athletics? Mm, Strength. Sure. Yeah, just make an athletics check. Alright. Eight. Okay. Uh, the kids come and you sort of start to juggle them. You're able to just reach out and keep the current from pulling them along. And Guy does not lose his grip. Seventeen is what you needed. And as you as you steady yourself and you plant your feet and you stand up, you kind of reach out and you pull the ropes that the twins... You know, it's good that Falmar was there. He made it easier. But your feet are under you now, and you're on the other side of the river. What do you want to do? Uh, I will stand up and wade my way out of the river, and I'll yell back across. That was all you, Finn. I'm never going to wash my back ever again. <laughs> Oz is going to lean in and say, you can get sores that way. <laughs> all right, so on the other side, we still have Reek... Finn, Britta, and Robin. What's happening? Um, Rick, you should go. Who do you want to take? It doesn't matter. Um, I'll take uh, the, the, the older lady who might might struggle a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. As I start, to, uh, as I start to get, yeah, as I start to get in, in the water, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. I never had a chance to say thank you for coming into the cave. And then, without saying thank you, I'm going to get in the water and uh, start to head over. So, um, DM, what I'm imagining is maybe a little bit strange, but as I get to that cliff that that I know exists where the water drops off, I want to position, um, what was her name? The older Robin? Her name is Robin. Yep. I'm going to position Robin in between my legs and I'm going to grip her like I'm, she's in my guard. And uh, okay. I'm going to grab the rope. So I have her in between my legs and I'm going to kind of make sure she's secure. And I'm going to say, pull with me, have her hands on the rope. And I'm going to start, I'm going to lay it on my back. I'm going to start like going across the river. Okay. Okay. It's a struggle to keep your, your face above water. You're going to have to hold your breath. Okay. That's easy enough. For, that's easy enough for you. What's your What's your constitution? Uh, eighteen plus four. Okay, so you can hold your breath for like a really long time. You can hold your breath for like five or six minutes with that constitution score. Um, so basically, Reek, you're you're underwater as you're on your back pulling, and Robin is on top, uh, pulling as well. Um. Go ahead and give me athletics check. Is this a straight roll? It's at it, you have advantage. Twenty-two. Yeah, no problem. You're traveling slower. You're gonna make uh, a couple of extra rolls because of the way you're doing this. But 
Robin is very secure, and you have advantage, and you have guidance. Another one. All right, so there's a 19. 19. You're still making it, no problem. Uh, you don't know exactly where you are. Give me another athletics check. Can I add guidance to this next one? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Okay. So then add the D4 if you want to. Do I have to declare it before? Just a point of order. Uh, I thought you did, but uh, yeah, no, Aaron I said did. You don't have to, so. Oh no, no, I'm saying I thought you had to, but Aaron said you can do it before or after. So. I don't think I want to add it. I think I'll keep the twenty-six. Okay, cool. You're still making your way. Go ahead and give me another one. So we're sitting on a seventeen right now. Yeah, I'll add guidance to it. And as you continue to pull, it eventually you actually on sort of the the nape of your neck you like slam into the the dirt on the on the far side of the stream, and you realize you've made it all the way across. I'm gonna reach up and grab like the back of her, um, whatever she's wearing. I'm gonna grab the back of it and lift myself up to make sure that she's secure, and then uh, okay. pull myself out. Okay. Yeah. So you and Robin have made it across. She just sort of looks at you, and as you guys stand up in the shallow water, she just throws both arms around you, her uh, her silver hair kind of falling, the uh, pin that was holding it in place. She's, she's like kind of a mess, but she just hugs you and says, you know, I never could have done that without you. I give her a nod, hug her back, say, let's keep going. All right, so Finn, it's just you and Britta at this point. All right, so... I'm going to... There are still logs, right? That we can grab? Yeah. Alright. Or little bits of driftwood. Um, I'm going to tell her to... Thunder was so loud, I'm sorry. Dude, it really um, was. To, to just hold on to me, I guess. I'll have the log. And um, if anything goes wrong, we're going to get her. Okay. She puts her arm around your neck. I'm going to cast guidance on her. Okay. And then I'm going to cast guidance on myself. Okay. And I will start to make my way. Okay. Give me, uh, as you wade out into the river, you expect the drop off. You just kind of hop out and the log helps you stay buoyant. Give me that athletics check with advantage. Guy uh, quickly untethers himself from the dwarven children and walks out into the water, waiting for them. Okay. I wish y'all could see this, because my advantage was crazy. I got a natural one, and a natural 20. So... Awesome. Awesome. My athletics, though, is 23. So, Guy, as you step out and you watch, Finn seems to just kind of propel herself out into the river. As she drops down... Mercy launches off of her shoulder and just circles around above Finn and Britta. You watch as Britta's red hair like cascades out in the current of the river. And Finn just glides along the rope. Finn, I just need you to make one more check. With a natural 20, you make it most of the way across the river. Alright, so this time is it um, straight? It's still with advantage. You have the log, you have the rope. All right. 
21 total. Roll the 18. And Britta does not need guidance to maintain her hold. Uh, yeah, you guys make it across. Finn, you have such momentum. You actually kind of slide across and you just kind of hold a knee out. Your knee collides with the bank and you just pop up uh, like right in front of Guy. Britta, Britta's just kind of hanging on to your back and she just sort of lets go and drops into the water. I'll help her out. Guy reaches out and also helps Britta out of the water, but like pulls her out and then like just casts her like behind him and like grabs Finn really quickly as if Britta doesn't exist. Just be like, oh. Uh, so he grabs me, but I, I like stand up on my own, right? So yes. I'm just yes. gonna like kind of very awkwardly hug him. Cause it's like, is he trying to hug me? Why is he holding me? We should hug. Kind of pat him on the back. In the most awkward way possible, did not expect a hug. Hugs her back, but like, it's like the middle school dance hug. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So as, as, as Britta kind of gets tossed to the side, I'll, I'll step forward and, and help Britta up. Are you okay? Ooh. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. She like sloughs the mud off. Aww. I'll be fine. Thank, thank you. So, I have a quick question, DM. Yes. The rope is still attached on the other side. It is. Okay. So it's no way of us getting us back. So I'm going to cast Mage Hand Legermain and hand the Mage Hand my dagger. Whoop! There's a dagger. And then I'm going to have it float across as far as it can go and just yeah. cut the rope wherever in the river the fuck it is. What's and the range on Mage Hand? 30 feet. So it's going to be kind of short. Sorry, dudes. And yep. then pull in the rest of the rope and then say bye-bye to the rest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and technically, you cut that and you've got probably, well, you've got all of 150-foot length because it was tied around a tree. And then cool. you've got probably half of another 50-foot length. Nice. And as, as Mir sends the mage hand out, uh, Guy... And I bring it back, too. It has to come back. To yes, yeah, and it brings your dagger back. The rope just kind of starts to float downstream. So you've got a 50-foot length of rope, a 25-foot length of rope, and another 50-foot length of rope tied in a Fu Manchu holding the two of them together. And as Finn and Guy wrap up their, their awkward hug and Finn sort of steps away... Mercy comes and actually lands on top of Guy's head. And that's where we're going to take our break. God, I'm hoping she doesn't do raven bird poop on Guy's head. Oh, yeah. All of that to cross a fucking river. <laughs> <laughs>